my mouth is off. It's all off. I guess we'll think that. Hello, everybody. Thank you for joining us for another week of the Rebellious Babecast. I am Amber, and I have with me the lovely, as always, Miss Kim. Say hello to everybody, Miss Kim. Hello. And again, welcome to the Rebellious Babecast. Hello. Hello, Miss Lovely Kim. It's always nice to have you you on here with me. Hey, Don. Hey, brother. I hope everybody's That's having our, a good evening. How, Stephen, how one of our newest Canadians. Hi, Stephen. <laughs> how was my... How's your night been? Your day, your night. I don't know what time it is for you right now. I'm all off. It's only right like now. It me. is past and three hours ahead of you, so it's past nine. Okay. I'm not gonna lie to you. What I did today was stay in bed, and then I stayed in bed a little bit more, and then I got up hey. and we ate lunch and we watched a show and I went right back to bed. Hey, I don't know what came over Dude, me. That sounds like I'm, sounds like a good day to me. It's paradise. I'm telling you, but back to reality next week. I got to go to back to work on Wednesday. Oh, so it's I been go nice. Work tomorrow, so I, I do. Oh, I'm, I don't think we get enough time off as North Americans from work. It's so incredibly limited. No. So it's ridiculous. So what's how was the vacay today? though? You guys went. And, you guys went. You guys went where for your vacation? We went. So we went um, on last weekend with Colton to. Long Point, which is on Lake Erie. And that was pretty good, except when we got to the campsite, we realized that it wasn't very private. You know, when you go camping and you're kind of in those wooded little coves with the fire pits and the picnic tables. Anywho, it was like a big open field and everybody was on top of each other. So I'm going to tell you that was, and we were right across from the bathroom. So it was constant traffic back and forth. So and that was fine. So we left there, came back Monday. Then we went to Tobamori on Thursday, which is Lake Huron. It's a much more rockier, stony type lake. It's very blue, but very cold. Um, and then we just got home on Friday. And then we headed right out on Friday night to Anna Marie and Matt's house. And then, yeah, just a lot of running around. How about you? Well, that sounds like fun, though. So I wish I could have just stayed in my bed. That's what I would have preferred to do. But I had my little nephew turned six yesterday. My little nephew, Hank, he turned six. Yeah. So I went to uh, my parents, Eugene, and then went and stopped and let Raven see her other grandma and, and her papa, her mima and her papa. So we stopped and mm-hmm. saw family and just, you know, had had some good family time. Uh, I had a friend come over and visit me again this morning. My friend, uh, my friend Karen. Hey, Emery. Um, I've I've wanted to just seclude away and hide in my bedroom, but I, no one has let me do so, and I appreciate that. I appreciate all the loved ones in my life that don't want to let me just hide away and want to be around me in this this little this little terror. Because they know how it's awesome you are. Thing. Oh, look at Raven, so cute. Yeah. I just want to squeeze. Uh-huh. Hi. Hi. I thought I was going to be able to sit over there. You can see kind of behind me, my little, where I usually sit. Oh, I can't, I can't do that over there. It's usually where I, I am sit. never going to turn down. I don't, I don't have anyone to entertain her. I don't have I will anyone never to turn her. Down. My daughters don't come back till tomorrow. You know, we love this little rebellious babe. Look at her. I'm She's so rebellious cute. babe. Oh, Raven. I will never turn down Uh-oh. Raven time. <laughs> Sean just loves her. Loving it. She's like, oh, the rebellious babe cast could be all about me. She's all for that. Do you have some little shirts for her or what? Like little things like that? Um, We, when she was first born, uh, we made her like a little rebellious babe onesie. Um, but it didn't last very long because it was like preemie. And so she outgrew right. it real quick. Uh, and I bought a whole bunch of blank ones that are up there. But Josh hasn't had the time to make these things just because, you know, him and I were both so busy just with work mm-hmm. and life and, and everything. So we just 
haven't had a chance to make her anything, but she needs some more rebellious gear. I think it'll be easier when she doesn't grow so fast. Or even like, maybe you know, a hoodie. As soon as we make something, she's not going to fit into it. Maybe buy a yeah. hoodie, but buy it a little baggy, and then she can wear it for what? Maybe six months? That'd be so yeah. cute. That's a good idea. That's a good idea. I don't know if my, I feel like, I don't know if it's just my mic or if it's my phone. I feel like you're off a little bit. Like, I feel like you'll start to say something, but I don't hear anything. So I feel like I'm talking over you. Maybe there's a delay. I don't know. She's upset about her. She's upset about her lack of screen time. Okay, here we go. (laughs) Here we go. Hello. Hello. A lot of family time. A lot of cousin time for her. Hello. So what do you, do you have anything fun planned for you for the next few days off or just laying in um, bed doing nothing? No, we're going to Canada's Wonderland tomorrow. So that's basically like a Six Flags. Oh, what's that? Like a roller coaster. It's like oh, an amusement park. Okay. That so we're going to go there. Yeah, me, Colton, Peyton, which is Sean's daughter, and Sean. So she's here now. That's why I got delayed getting on the podcast because they just got home not long ago. And uh, I'll get Colton tomorrow morning. Oh, okay. And I'm probably going to go on the rides and get oh, sick like I always yeah, do I'll in the, the last three years. It's too bad you don't live closer. It's too bad we all don't live closer. Dude, I know. Oh, dude, I know, but I'm I'm a total freaking chicken when it comes to rides, though. Like, I don't, I don't do that. I don't do that. <laughs> so. Um. Hey, Nick. Nick, Nick the Viking. I'm assuming he's probably up in Canada. I feel like most of you. Nick, no, that's no. I don't think that Nick is Canadian. He might be, but I don't. I don't know. That's what happens when you assume you make an ass out of yourself. That's just what happens. I'm trying to find. Trying to find my kid's pup. I'll put her pup there. They are. Well, a lot of the Canadians are pretty active, so um, I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, I feel like I think out of like all of the states and everything within the babes, like just down here in the states, I feel like you ladies up there in Canada probably have the strongest like numbers compared to like location. I feel like there's more of you like up in Canada, like, you know, there's only I think there's only a few of us here in Oregon, a couple in California. Mm-hmm. Uh, like we're just we're all really we're all really spread out and I feel like uh oh He's with the Kentucky chapter. Kentucky. Oh, very far from me. <laughs> I don't think it's too far from you. I think he's, you're closer to him than you are to me. Because you're on the, you're on like the Niagara Falls side of Canada, right? Well, I'm closer to Michigan. So the two okay. places that are close to me is Buffalo, New York, which is actually quicker to get to. And then there's uh, Michigan, which is about three hours away. I've, went through Michigan many times. Ohio probably takes us about six, seven hours. Um, oh, really? Yeah, it's not too, too far. Then we go through. So that way it's <clears throat> Detroit, Ohio, Hi, um, neighbors. In- Hi. Indiana, Illinois, um, then Missouri, and then close to that is Alabama. And so if we go up the other way, it's like Pennsylvania. We're not, we're only about four hours from Pennsylvania. Uh, two hours from Buffalo, so we're close to many different ports of entry here. Dude, that's so cool. Well, that's so we get can, to like, travel all to so the many outlets. different states. We can hit up all the different oh, outlets. The one in Buffalo, Grove City in Pennsylvania, and in the one in uh, like near Flint, Michigan in in Michigan. It's pretty awesome. <clears throat> Michigan scary. Dude, guys, drive I don't know if you saw Crystal lie, said like, that we because uh, <laughs> he just said Crystal boo Michigan. We all, need to, we all need to move together. Yeah, it's I've, not I've never been. Away. I haven't traveled much. So from New Jersey, I'm probably about eight, nine hours away from New Jersey. So it's all within driving distance for the most part, as long as you're not like in Florida or that's far. Okay. Yeah, well, usually cool. when I'm driving places, I'm usually driving like, like so every time I go to Josh's, that's like two, well, Depending on traffic, if there's no traffic, it's only like two hours and 15 minutes. If there's traffic, it's like over three hours. Then, like, when I go see Christina, Christina is like four hours for me, like four or five hours for me. Oh, okay. If I were to hit bad traffic there, because where she's at, 
if she were if i were to like go see her on like a friday evening it could probably take me close to eight hours to get to her because like portland sucks for traffic and then you like get right. to like the portland vancouver area you head north and then you hit like seattle kind of tacoma area like right right, like, right before where she, like right where she's at and it gets it gets terrible over there but i heard there's a lot of rain so, in washington but it's always fun to travel around i enjoy it oh i love traveling it's so much fun i love driving yeah, Yeah, if you ever yeah. visit here, I think Toronto is a good place to visit. British Columbia, BC. Oh my God, it is so beautiful. It's in the mountains, and it has like little, um, like things of water. You can drive around. I don't know what you would call it, but it is so beautiful. Um, the east coast of Canada. That's where you're going to see a lot of whales and stuff. It's pretty awesome. A lot of fisheries in the east coast. Oh, yeah, we saw a whale when we were on a boat ferry because we have little islands, Prince Edward Island. And then we went on the boat ferry with the cars. Holy shit, we saw the tail come up. How majestic. Huge, huge. I want to see a whale. I've seen some, like, on the Oregon coast, but, like, they don't really get close. Like, you have to look through, like, those, like, binocular things that you, like, put the money in. And you, like, look at the binocular things, and they're always, like, way far out. Like, you don't get to see them, like, super close. Like, even in the binocular things, a lot of the time, they're, like, teeny tiny. It's hard to see them. Yeah. You see sea lions. Sea lions are all over the place. But they're they're not so That's majestic. That's so cute, they're too, though. Stinky. They're kind of stinky. I mean, yeah, they're cute, but they're kind of stinky and fat. And they're loud. <laughs> yeah, Don, Toronto is pretty awesome. It's a very multicultural city, but it's very harmonious. Um, you could walk down the street at two o'clock in the morning and nobody really cares about people in the sense, like they don't care what you're doing. They just mind the business. You just do what you got to do. It's, it's a lot of action packed in one place. It's very congested in Toronto. Um, super congested. It's kind of like a mini New York when you're right in the downtown core by the Eaton center, we call it. Cause there's also an underground mall there too. And then the subways branch off in the underground. But it's like, um, kind of like New York with the big screens on the corners, and it's like a mini New York, really. It's crazy. Yeah, I didn't it's know that. Dude, you and should, your money you is worth like so a, much here. What? You should your be money like a, a travel agent. So you get like twenty-seven cents on the dollar, maybe even more. Your money's worth so much in Canada; it's ridiculous. Oh yeah, I did. So I have a lot of. We have a lot of. Canadian customers that I work with with my job and stuff. And like, mm-hmm. I was talking with a customer just about him and I were talking about just the, um, the exchange rate. Cause like when we, obviously when I, when I do it all in my system, it's all in us dollars. So then when I was telling this, this gentleman, I had to convert him in, in Canadian dollars. And it's just, it's so crazy to me. Like I never really quite understood that. Like I know that and it'll probably make me look stupid, but I'm sure there's a lot of stuff that goes into it. But I just never understood why a dollar can't just be a dollar everywhere. Why everybody's dollar can't just be the same. Like Different like um, different leaderships of countries, different ways the country's evolved. It's, I don't know the real answer. That's just my hypothesis. But your money is worth so yeah. much here. If you were no to convert, really say, $500, you would make probably 600 you can get a free purse. You can go buy yourself something nice for free. Hmm. I need to come. I need to come visit up there to come do my shopping. <laughs> come take well, the when these clothes shopping up there, they just need to open the freaking borders. So I heard I was reading. I think it was in the supporter chat. I think it was Anna Marie. She said they're opening the Canadian borders up, but the Americans don't want to open the American border up. So I don't know what's going on. <clears throat> But it's been closed for a hell of a long time since March of 2020. Too long. But we're seeing a lot of American cars up here, though, from all over the place. So I don't know what's happening. That's so weird. Sorry for my weird. What's weird to me is how, like, the entire. You're fine. What's weird to me the whole time is, like, how they, they won't open the border, but yet, like, freight trucks have been able to go through the entire time. Yeah. It's like that doesn't it's matter. Because it's, it's a, what is it? It's goods and services. It's, it's different, necess- right? It's a necessity. It's a necessity. Right. It's essential. So they get a pass. It's a, there you go. It's essential. It's it is essential. essential. Um, 
Yeah, we had planned a trip to Cuba. Oh my god, last year, and we put our deposit down, and we just second year now we haven't been able to go. It's very sad. So what are they going to do for you guys? Like refund it? Like yeah, the deposit they're going to refund. Okay, you have to put anything more down than that. Yeah, just the deposit. But I would rather just go on the trip. I go every year. I went to Cuba. I went to Cuba by myself last year. It was on a whim because I've been there a couple of times. So I know how it works. Right. So I was on my computer one night. Oh, my God. It was like midnight. And I'm just messing around, looking at prices. And I swear to God, I booked that trip right then and there. I didn't even ask anybody to go. I didn't care. I booked it and I went. It was awesome. I met so many people on that solo trip. It was crazy. I met people near home. I met people from England. It was so awesome. I loved it. So much freedom. Wow. Don't I've, never really traveled, uh, I've never traveled international. It's not bad. As long as you know how it works, you're just fine. But, yeah. I mean, if, if it was my first time, I'd probably be like, no, I don't think I'm going to go alone. But uh, I love you guys, too. <laughs> yeah, we'll take Sean, uh, take Sean with you this time. Make sure. Can't have anybody trying to kidnap your pretty little face in Cuba. Who knows mm. if that crazy stuff goes down. Oh, yeah. who knows, right? never know well it's like so, so are, what are all those places like are their borders closed down or is it just that you guys can't go because the canadian borders are shut down um no i'm i'm sure we could go but then we if i don't have a covid shot when i come home i have to quarantine for two weeks from work unpaid so i can't go unpaid unpaid so because of that it's um it's a no-go i can't take that off work unpaid there's no way so it's very well and like around here they can't even get people to go to work like they can't hire people i went to walmart the other day with raven to get her formula and stuff and i go to go to the check stand there was legit one check stand open and it was like the one that has like the tobacco and stuff and then the only other thing that was open was the self-checkouts on either side. Wow. And, when I went to the, and it was in the middle of the day. And so when I went there, yeah, and I, like, got to the self-checkout, and I asked the dude, I was like, what's going on? Like, why do you only have one check stay open? And he's like, we just can't get anybody hired to stay. And, like, even wow. here at home, they've had, like, closed businesses down because they don't have – they don't – oh, goodness. They don't have anybody to um, – they don't have anybody to work. They don't have anybody to staff the place, so they have to shut down. Oh, well, there's lots of people here applying for jobs, let me tell you. Lots of people. So, that's strange. Yeah. Well, it's because down here, they're giving people unemployment, and they're giving people, like, additional benefits on unemployment. So, some people are able to claim, like, $1,200 freaking dollars a week for just sitting on their butt. Wow. There you go. That's it right there. Gotta love the government. That's your tax dollars hard at work. My lovely talk. There's a reason why I don't have cable and I don't watch the news and I don't watch any of the DS. I don't watch the news and I don't have cable. Me, no, thank you. I hide away from the world. I I have enough negativity. I have enough negativity in my in my life. I don't need to add the craziness of the Mm -hmm. world on top of it. Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, thank you. I feel I'm sweaty. (laughs) I feel gross in my house. (laughs) I'm trying to keep my child preoccupied so that I don't have to keep moving. I'm like, I don't want to make people watching like motion sickness, but Raven likes to do the thing where she has multiple binkies and she likes to like <laughs> rotate them. So she'll like have one in her mouth, but then she'll see one. So she'll literally take it and like tuck it and then go for the other one. And she'll do that. So then I can't find her binkies. Like when she's done with her bottle, like she won't just like take it out and like set it down. No, she's got to like throw it somewhere. And I'm just like, child, okay. Can't help your mom out a little bit. Yeah, oh my God, that's so cute. I miss uh, that stage. Well, aren't you? Is it? See, now I barely moved the, the chair and she's she's going for it. Um, but aren't you like the hiring person at your work? Um, Is that yeah, what you do, like, the, hiring people and working? Yeah, I hire... Yeah, I hire people. We pre-screen them on the phone first. Then we bring them in for an interview. Um... 
and then that's it. Yeah. So I do all the ads online. I post all the ads online, which link to different employers online. So people can find the ad. Um, I hire them, but all the managers will um, also help because it is a very big job. It's a big, um, it's a really big store. It's a very big company. And it, it's a lot on your own sometimes mm. because I also have to, I'm also the customer service manager. So I have to deal with all the customer complaints. Um, oh, I have to make sure everything's oh, running in the store properly. Oh, it's, it's a busy job. And I feel like most days I don't have enough time to finish what I need to finish. So sometimes I stay late. Sometimes I work through my lunch, depends what the day is and how the pace is. But yeah, there's a lot of people here that want jobs. But... Where is she? What is she doing? I don't know if I've ever shown you. Oh, I'm, I'm trying to keep her blocked back into the kitchen so I can finish making her bottle. She's with that on the floor. Oh, it's a hard life, sweetheart. I know. It's a hard it's life. It's a rough life having somebody <laughs> wait on you 24-7. Right. It's hard. Right. The struggle is real for her right now. She's not because I let her. Problems. I let her come out. Well, I let I like opened the chair to let her come out because I figured she'd like come over to me to like she knows I'm making a bottle. But no, she realized that I wasn't I wasn't looking at her, so she went down the hallway to her big sissy's room because that's where she likes to be. But it's so cute. It makes, it's cute, but it kind of makes me sad. Like the weeks that her sisters aren't here, I'll like let her wander down the hallway and she'll go into Alexis's room because she's usually like. She's not even a teenager yet, but she acts like a teenager. She's just, you know, on her phone, laying, watching her YouTube on her TV, like, in her bed. And so, like, every time Raven goes in there, she's just always looking up on her bed, like, where's Sissy? Where's Sissy? And she's always up in there. Like, where's she at? Like, Aww. So I'm sure she was, she was going in there to see her, her Sissy. But I'm like, she'll be here tomorrow, dude. It's all good. Oh, goodness. So, uh, <laughs> when do you guys... Uh, Go back to school. Have they have the kids gotten a date of when they're going back to, to school? They usually go to school the day after Labor Day. So um, usually first week of September. Okay. Do you guys have any other, like, is this kind of like your guys' last few, like, big trips before the kids go back to school kind of stuff? Big trip? What did you say? Sorry. Like, I was uh, I was saying, like, you said you guys were going to that place that's, like, Six Flags. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. So I was saying, is this, like, a last end of the summer kind of a trip kind of thing? Um, No, because they don't go back till September. So we're going to go camping again in September. Um, No, it's just for something to do. Because since COVID, they've had our, for the longest time, they've had our splash pads closed and everything, like, our playgrounds for a long time. So... Just to get out and do something different, right? Dude, yeah. Yeah. I know. I wish, like, it's, I want to be able to do stuff like that since we have such a big age gap with the kids, but with the, the little one like this, it makes it, it's kind of hard. It's kind of hard. But I was hoping by this point that we would have some of the other ladies joining us um, because I know we wanted to talk about that book that we were reading for the book club. Um, so, let me get this baby situated. Well, we get this baby situated. And I know oh, you haven't really so read it. I know you haven't really read it too much. Um, but I think we could still probably discuss it. Sure. Let's discuss it. Change the diaper and give her a bottle, you know. You know, it's just you know a little bit of a multitasking mom on the 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 rebellious the rebellious babe cast. You know, just doing my mom thing as best I can. Mm. Do we always do the book club thing? So we started it, and then you know, as uh, moms that are busy, we have kind of slacked off on it the last couple months. But yes, each it's kind of just between the some of the girls within the board. Um, we started trying to do a book club so that we could all pick out like either our favorite book that we've read and we want to read again, or like a book that we've had, like, you know, saved in your favorites forever that you've wanted to read, but haven't had the time. Each one of us got assigned to a different month 
and um, select a book for us to all read. And then we, I think, what was the time frame we agreed on? Like a 30 day, it was like once a month, mm -hmm. a 30 day time frame. And then we switched to the next book. And I believe, if I remember right, this book um, was specifically chosen by our Miss Madison, I think, I believe. Madison was the one that selected this. Um, which I'm kind of glad that she did because it's one that, that I had been looking at for a while too. So I'm glad that she, she chose it. Um, but for everybody that doesn't know the book, it's called uh, The Subtle Art of Not Giving a Fuck. And they, they nicely blur it out for you, for your children, even though, you know, kids, kids can tell what that is. I mean, we're, we're not done. But mm -hmm. so it's the book. I, I totally suggest like, it's a, it's a smaller book, but even if you don't feel like you have the time, they have an audiobook for freaking everything, dude. Like, I listened to this seriously in a weekend. I listened to it two hours up to Josh's, and then I met Michelle and Christina up an hour, listened to it for the hour there, the hour back, and then listened to the rest of it, my two-hour drive home. So I listened to it in six hours, and I listened to the whole book, and it was awesome. Um, basically... The basis of it, um, it kind of goes into social media and just us as humans. And let me see if I can just read a little bit on the back that might have. It says it's this. It is in this generation defining self-help guide. The superstar blogger shows us the key to be stronger, happier is to handle adversity better and stop trying to be positive all the time um and i think for me like one of the biggest things that like resonated with me that i didn't really think about that social media has done to us as like a society like for one it has taken face-to-face -face interaction out of a lot of things like people don't personalize stuff anymore like everybody's just so comfortable doing everything through text or a message or you know, just like a video chat like this, like nothing is ever face to face and like how it used to be, you know, you'd call your friend up on the phone to meet you up the road, not to just sit and play like a video game on the phone. Um, it brings up that gives people, uh, <laughs> I think it's a weird way to phrase it, but FOMO, the fear of missing out um, for people, they always think that they're, if they're not on the social media, if they're not checking it, if they're not constantly on it, they're going to miss something. They're going to miss out on something fun or funny that somebody said or that somebody did. And then it also makes you like, you're sitting and scrolling through all this stuff and it's making you constantly compare yourself to other people. And like in the book, this guy, uh, Mark Manson makes a comparison to like how farmers like back in the day, just like out in their fields, like farmers weren't sitting there like tilling their stuff, like and throwing the feed down, doing everything they're doing, sitting there thinking like, huh, I wonder what, you know, Johnny Smith down the road, like, I wonder what he's got going on at his farm. I wonder how many chickens he's got, how many chickens they're laying, you know, what kind of kind of cows he's raising. They're not worried about that. They're focused on their life and what they have going on. And that's why I feel like a lot of the times back then people lived a more passionate life. They were able to be more sensitive, I guess. Um... Sydney, you might be, be joining us. I don't know if I lost you, Kim. Oh, there you are. Um, Sorry, I had to Sydney sneeze. <laughs> joining us here shortly. Um, but I just, I feel like it's really taken the the compassion out of people. And he, it's, he just the way that he words it, this guy, this author, Mark, Mark Manson, he does a great way of breaking things down into terms that make it relatable to you. So it's like, it really made things resonate with me and like, I'm sure people have kind of noticed that it helped me kind of like take a step back from the social media, be a little bit more in the moment with my kids. Like, you know, I want to, I want to be out. Like I'm the type of person, like when I'm out at a birthday party with my kids or when I'm out camping and doing fun stuff with my family. Yes. I want to snap a few pictures here and there, but I want to constantly have my hand in my phone. That's not what I'm there for. I'm there to enjoy the people I'm there with and, and just, you know, enjoy one another, you know? I no, like I agree with that. Kind of that now. Yeah, I think we've definitely changed the way we live. And I think the way our kids are growing up are very different than the ways we grew up just due to social media and the access to all They're these so electronics. Mm-hmm. 
It's very um, just the hate so many people spew out. It's like, yeah, it's. It's crazy. I can definitely see a difference too, by the way, my son is at this age and the way I was at this age. I mean, now they're just like swearing, mm. like testing the boundaries so much earlier than they used to. Um, my dad would have kicked my ass. Mm. He's old school. Like you don't put on lipstick before I tell you, you can put yeah. on lipstick. Soap in the mouth. Mm-hmm. The belt. Even sometimes. The spoons, the wooden spoons with the holes in them. Oh, those hurt. The ones with the holes. <laughs> they knew. They knew what they were doing. I'm telling you. And look at the way we grew up. Oh, you knew You knew if you went to a friend's house? Yeah, you knew if you went to a friend's house and their parents had, like, that wooden paddle and it wasn't just a wooden paddle and had, like, all the holes drilled in it. It's like, oh, mm-hmm. dude, you're a shithead. Like, your parents freaking paddle your ass all the time. Like, you obviously got a mouth on you. Like, my mom used to, like, she taught me. Oh, and I hated it so much because, like, she did it when I had braces at the time and I had, like, a lip piercing. But she got fed up with my attitude as a teenager and she finally got, like, tired of, like, putting me into my room and, like, talking to me about it. So she started doing a quick little, like, pop to my mouth. Like, when I would say something, she'd just turn around, pop. And, uh, that, that got me. That got me there. Like, right on your mouth? Right? Right, germ? Whooping? Oh, yeah. Like, Popped me right in my face, like basically, like kind of like a little bitch slapped to my lips. <laughs> like, Shit. it was never enough to like really hurt me, but it was yeah. enough to like startle, startle me, you. you know? Yeah, it was enough to be yeah. like, oh my god, oh my god, what is that? But that's probably part of the problem with some kids these days. Like, I don't know about you, Kim, but like, if my kids get out of line, like, I will beat their butt, like, I will thank them on their butt, like. If I take them to the store and I tell them to mind their manners and I say it enough times and I tell them we're going to leave, like, there's been times that I've carried Alexis under one arm and Maddie under the other, gone out. Like, mm-hmm. it ha- it's been a while since I've done it, but. No, I agree. Lay that mask down. When Colton was younger, yes. I mean, now I feel that kind of thing doesn't work as much as I'm going to take your Xbox away for a week. Then watch the tears start rolling down the face. Losing uh, a thing the they really yeah. love. The electronics. It's all about Detroit. Oh, yeah. about. I take away the YouTube and her mm-hmm. cell phone. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, the YouTube is like the first thing to go. And they get so upset about that. I'm like, dude, the things you guys watch oh, on yeah. that are so stupid. They're so dumb oh. anyway. Like, Oh, my God. What they watch is like, have you ever watched what they watch? The shit they watch they're like ridiculous. <laughs> like, they watch the... You watch these mukbangs, these mukbangs, and Nikocado avocado, and these people are eating a full table full of food, enough for four or five meals, and they are eating this food like gluttons, and you hear eating sounds. It's disgusting. Disgusting. Oh, like they're tapping on stuff. Tapping on yeah. the playing with the slime. Open, oh. Opening toys or playing video games. Like, I, oh, I thought the, the kids video playing video games. games was bad enough. Why do they need? Why do they need to watch other kids play video games and talk crap oh, to other kids? And then they <laughs> yell. The YouTubers will yell during the video game. It drives me mental, mental. Yes. Oh Lord, don't talk to me about YouTube. That's a you whole other. Like you have a house full of boys. Yeah. Oh, it's insanity. Well, and just the the things that they're they're able to put out nowadays, like. My family are talking about it at my nephew's birthday party. Just, like, my mom and my uncle were talking about how, like, things that came out. We were talking about movies. We got onto the topic about movies. And my mom and my mm-hmm. uncle were like, you know, it's crazy to me these days what they'll put out at a certain rating. And they're like, you know, stuff that was, like, you know, we were talking about, like, stuff that was rated R back then is, like, freaking PG nowadays. Like, you know, you go to a rated right? R movie and you're, like, about watching freaking porn. Like a porn mm-hmm. or, like, a freaking water. Like, it's It's insane. Oh, my God, what they know these days, the things that come out of his mouth. Like, he goes, Mommy, I know different words for dick. And I'm like, no, no. No, you don't. You know nothing. What? what? Right? I'm like, where do you learn you're my this sweet stuff? child. Shut your mouth. Right? I don't need to hear every abbreviation and acronym for everything you know that you shouldn't know. No. No. Yeah. Yeah, Alexis is just getting into the the pre like the preteen stage kind of like she's the preteen preteen yet she thinks she's a teenager already. It's like what I'm How old with. is she? 
And then Madison, she's nine. She'll nine. be ten in April. And then I have Maddie. I have Maddie that's going to be six in November. And Maddie, like when I got pregnant with Raven, like she like kind of re- like reversed, like she kind of went backwards, like she started baby talking again and stuff like that. Yeah, but that's normal. She's like in this weird age where like she wants to be a big kid. Yeah, she wants to be a big kid, but she wants to be a baby at the same time too. So it's like I got this one kid that can't figure out if she wants to be a big kid or a baby and then i got a kid right. that already wants to be way older than she is coming at me with staff that i didn't think i was gonna have to deal with till she was like 16. i was like mm. dude if this is the ass that she's giving me now when aunt flo when aunt flo be coming to town it's gonna be rough it's gonna be a rough <laughs> life up in here <laughs> oh god no even with a boy it's the same it's the same i got nothing Don't but a house full of females dude i got nothing but girls like oh my gosh Gonna be scary business. Gonna be scary mm-hmm. here. Luckily, I've got them like spread out enough, so hopefully, it won't be it won't be too terrible. But yeah, it's just it's crazy to me, and I think about you know kids going back to school and just with how social media is these days. Like I remember how harsh. Like I got bullied all throughout school, dude. I got bullied all throughout elementary school and middle school and then high school. It just oh. got worse. And, like, I remember, like, at the end, like, when I was in my, like, I want to say probably, like, my freshman and sophomore year was, like, when Facebook, when that MySpace, like, first came out. Mm-hmm. So, like, social media was, like, just coming into existence, like, as I entered high school. So, like, mm-hmm. by the time I was getting out of high school, it was starting to, like, you know, where you weren't only having to worry about being bullied at school. You had to worry about it being all over the internet and this and that. And, and it just it scares me for my kids these days like you know and especially raven like my littlest one that i'm like dude the world is this crazy right now like what the mm-hmm. hell is it gonna be like for you in 10 years like it's scary and i'm, and I'm really like driving. that's like why i'm like i feel like every everybody needs to read this book everybody needs to read this book so that they can back the hell away from social media and be in in real life in the real world where it matters Live in the moment but put in the work do the stuff that yeah, in the moment, put in your work, put in your effort and your time in, in the real world with the people that matter. You know, that's that's why I'm like, I wanted to come on and do this, this podcast, but I think it would be great for us to continue to do that with some of the books that we read. Just, you know, I feel like with technology and social media too, that that is something that has been lost is books. You know, nobody, oh, nobody yeah. does pick up and read a book anymore. Everybody, you know, I'm terrible for even listening, you know, I'm a hypocrite. I listened to the audio book of it. Like I did read it like when I got home and like, I do plan on like actually sitting and reading it again. Cause I really enjoyed it. But, and that's like what I thought of is when I read it, like after I did, I was like, wow. Like when was the last time I held a paper book and read it? Like probably a freaking decade. Like honestly, probably close to like high school. Like, see, okay. Thanks. Thanks. The, the audio counts. It makes me feel better. But you know, honestly, since I had like a physical book in my hand that I read, it's forever. And I feel like that's another thing that's kind of dumbed down our society is we all sit and we like zone out on the TikTok videos and the Facebook because it's so easy to do that. Like, you know, Mm -hmm. I I noticed that after I read this book, I I started to pick up on it where you notice that it's like, you know, you get home from work, you do what you got to do, you sit on the couch and you just grab your phone and a habit, just pull it up. And it's like, you start scrolling through it. And next thing you know, it's freaking two hours later. And you're just like, it's where the hell last two hours of my life go? Like, mm-hmm. and, you know, scrolling through, seeing the stupid random videos that pop up and like, right. these, and I feel like it's, it's dumbing us down as a society. Like, I feel like I was smarter when I got out of high school and that all this technology and all these things that have been thrown at me have made me dumber. And I'm like, I need to, I need to let, let go of the technology and remember the root base of everything so that if technology tanks, I'm not scrambling. Because I feel like it's going to tank one day. Can't stay around forever. No, it's true. It's totally true. It's I wish I had read the book, but I could interact with you more about that book. No. But I bet you it's going to be when the zombie outbreak happens from all the people with the coronavirus vaccination. That's my theory <laughs> on it. That's why they're trying to, they're pimping it out, paying people money to do it. I'm like, it's going to sterilize everybody and turn you into zombies. That's what's happening. That's why. All the people that got it are the ones getting their own D virus. They're gonna they're gonna come back to zombies. Y'all better get your ammo and get your guns. Watch some zombie mm-hmm. land on repeat. Learn some stuff. 
cardio. Get your cardio going. I know I can't run. I might be thin. I am not in shape. I am not in shape, my friend. <laughs> you should check out Black Summer. It's a good show. It's a zombie show. Black Summer. Oh, I feel like I'll freak out. All my coworkers have been trying to get me into Walking Dead because I haven't watched The Walking Dead before. I haven't watched it. But oh, watching Walking Dead for research, see, dude. I got. I got to get into. I'm just. The only thing that's holding me back from The Walking Dead is just because I've seen, like, all my friends' posts. Like, you know, everybody that's got to ruin everything for everyone else. Like, throw out the spoilers, like Game of Thrones. And uh, and that's, like, Game of Thrones and Walking Dead are, like, the two shows I'm afraid to start. Because so many people would post things like being upset about a character being killed off. And I'm like, I don't think my heart can take that. I'm an emotional person. I, I make attachments mm-hmm. to people. And when they kill them, it hurts my heart. I can't. Like, it's true. Dude, Sons of Anarchy, when they kill when oh, they killed Opie on Sons of Anarchy, I bawled so hard. And which oh, part? No, no. For Opie? When they killed Opie. Opie, oh, yeah. that part was gut-wrenching, and so was Tara. Oh, that one and Tara. I couldn't handle it. I Tara. couldn't I like Tara. Oh, my God. And then the, I can't remember which... I was sad when Tara, yes, men even cried when Opie died. Oh, yeah. It was yeah. a sad thing. And then the way they made him die was like, it was such Brutal. a terrible death. Brutal. Like, and then I was pissed that Jack died at the end. He took, Jack took the pussy way out. Well, that really pissed me off at the end. But, like, oh, like, I don't even know where I was going. I mean, it's, it's because it, just, it makes me so emotional. I can't handle shows like that. It's, it makes me so worked up. The it's a good show. Really, and, oh, that's what I was saying. The, the one that, like, it, wasn't, it didn't really make me feel emotional, like it made me cry, but it stuck in my head was the one guy, I can't remember his name, I just know he was the one that was like into dudes, when they set his daughter on fire, like in oh, that Oh, Tiggs. That was Tiggs. Oh, yeah. Tiggs. Oh, man, I can't. Brutal. Like that episode. My heart, like just to hear him scream and cry for a daughter, like I can't do oh. when men have mental breakdowns. Like if a man starts to cry or have like a super emotional breakdown like that, like, nope. No, I can't do it. I can't handle it. I'm in tears. Like, no. Yeah. Yeah, that was a rough moment. It's one of my favorite shows. One of my favorite shows of all time. Yeah. That and Beverly uh, Hills. Josh and I started rewatching it again, and I was like, <laughs> Beverly Hills. I've never seen that. The original that. one. The, the original. Old... Oh, yeah. I would do the new Teeny Bobber one that just came out. I wouldn't Mm-mm, do that one. Yeah. Uh, you should uh, my, watch Breaking my Bad. My couple shows that I love to. Oh yes, I love Breaking Bad. That's a good one. Oh I god, can't handle... that's a good... There's certain things like there's certain things in that show that like I watched it once, but I can't rewatch certain episodes. Like you know when the girl dies lying next to him, like choking on her puke and stuff. Like there's certain episodes it's like dude. Yeah. Shows like it gets so intense that it's like. It's... Like, I get they're trying to, you know, leave an impression. They're trying to leave an impression on you. But it's like, dude, some places really got to take it that far. Because, like, that's a little extreme. Yeah, that show is pretty intense, but I love it, too. What other good ones is there? I don't know. I like Sweet Tooth. I thought that was a fun one. My huge, like... I need to start that one. I've seen that on Netflix. But I'm a big reality TV show junkie. Like, that's my weakness. Like, I'm obsessed. Mm-hmm. Like, one of my favorite shows that I'm obsessed with is The Challenge, the MPD Challenges. Mm-hmm. I love those because it's like, you get the mix of the drama of them living in the house together, so you hear them bitching and fighting at each other there. But then they also get to go do, like, athletic stuff, and they make them, like, actually do stuff that they have to like, work hard at. So, it's mm-hmm. awesome. I, love, I love that show. And then uh, yeah. my my embarrassing weaknesses are, you know, I feel like most, most girls is, Jersey Shore and the Kardashians. I have, I love my Jersey Shore. And my mm-hmm. It's that the say. smut shows. Yes, I actually just recently restarted watching the Kardashians because I finished a show on, uh, I finished a show on Hulu and I like got busy doing something, so I like didn't select another show, and so Hulu just picked something, and I didn't know that it did that because Netflix doesn't. And it just picked the Kardashians for me. And it started on nice. season one. It just picked up. Oh, uh, season one, episode one. And I just started rewatching it. And like, I watched them all when they came out and never rewatched mm-hmm. them. So it's been kind of fun to rewatch them again. Like, 
I was laughing. I was like, oh, dude, it's Bruce. Bruce is still Bruce. Like, oh, what up, Bruce? Like, <laughs> and like being like Kylie, like Kylie Jenner, like as a small little baby. Like, I'm like, oh, oh dude, X on the beat is the best. And then uh, what's the new one? The new one that they've just put on. There's like a funny show on that. It's like a reality show on Netflix. Where they like put a bunch of sexy singles in the house, oh, but then they can't have handle. sex with each other. Too hot yes! to handle. <laughs> That's the best. <laughs> the best. Well, dirty little sluts in a house together, and they have to compete for the money. I love it. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> it's the best. I love it when they like they do it, and they're like, "Oh, I don't even care how much money they take for me. It was worth it. It was worth it." And then when they sit there and they hear the little lady's voice say how much money she takes, they're all like. Oh, oh man! <laughs> but then they still do it. They still keep doing it. I'm like, oh. I, I haven't seen that one, so but funny. I know Anna Marie watches that one. Too hot to handle. Yes, it's so good. And then, uh, didn't you? Were you one of the ones in the chat also that had watched The Circle? Not me. No. No. Is it good, dude? You gotta. Oh, I haven't done Temptation Island. You gotta watch The Circle. It's good. It's like, um. It's like a social media game. They like have these people play like a social media influencer game and it's to like win money, but you don't get to actually see the people and you can either choose to enter the game as your real self or choose right. to enter the game as like a catfish. And you're just trying oh. to play and you're trying to like get people, you want to get people to like you because you want to be like the top influencer every week. And then like they start voting people out and then like basically whoever gets to be like the top influencer at the end, like wins, like, it's so good though, like like seeing the people on there. They're like catfish and like who. Right. It's so fun to watch, like who these people choose to be and like the backstories that they give to these people. Like that's that's one like I would definitely suggest like catching that one time to time. Like it's a good one. That's one like I'll even watch that with like my kids. Like it's one that it's not like a raunchy one. Like you can watch that with like the whole family. Like, right. Um, I don't know if you guys have ever watched me and, the, me and my girls love a show called Nailed It. Have you ever seen that show? No, what's it about? It's a it's a baking show and it's called oh. Nailed It. And that's the premise is they like they take these people that aren't bakers whatsoever and they like give them these like crazy flamboyant like things that you would find in like a oh, high end bakery shop and about. they make them cook it. Right. I love it because then at the end when they have the people like display it, that's what they say. They like pull up the thing and they're like, nailed it. And like sometimes it's like falling all over and stuff. Like, <laughs> oh, dude, it's it's a good one. My daughter found it. My daughter found it and she was watching it. And I came over because the lady that's the host is chick Nicole Byer that used to be on uh, MTV's Girl Code that I used to watch. And I thought right. she was hilarious because she's like a comedian or whatever. And I thought she was hilarious on that show. And I heard her voice. And so I thought my daughter was watching Girl Code. So I'm like, uh-uh, girlfriend. That's not appropriate for your age. So I come running out. They're like, what are you watching? And she's like, it's this funny cooking show, Mom. Watch. And I'm like, oh. And so I sat watching it. With her. And it's got, like, three seasons now. And we'll sit and binge, like, the whole season in a day. Like, just yeah. me and my girls will just have, like, a good a good one. Yes, hooked on nailed it, dude. It's a good one. And some of them, like, when when they do some, it like it'll like put in your head like oh like maybe I could do that like I could totally do that I could <laughs> nail it like I want to go on yeah that right but <laughs> I don't even know I don't even know how to apply for it but dude it'd be so fun like maybe we'll have to do that for a rebellious babe cast episode we'll have to do one where we do some like kind of a baking thing like we did with, oh, with Bob Ross that would be fun. We should do something like that. I saw, I saw when I went to Walmart, they have a Bob Ross adult coloring book that I almost bought. <laughs> that was fun, the painting. I like that. Oh, dude, the painting was fun. I would love to do another episode of that and maybe do one with, um, because I found out after we did the Bob Ross video that Bob has a son and his son does himself some painting videos. Does he? Is he the same kind I of, like, say, demeanor? I, I, I don't know. I feel like somebody said his name. I want to say it was, like, Rob or something. I can't, like, pull up my Google right now while I'm on this. Or stuff, but I want to say he had, like, a similar name. And I thought they were, like, messing with me until I, you know, like, I looked I looked into it and found it. I'm like, oh, there's, 
Bob Ross. I think the only one. But that'd be fun. It, or we could just do another Bob Ross one. See what, see what kind of mystical creature I could somehow paint into this oh, one. Oh, my gosh. That was so funny. What's this? Steve, Steve Ross. Ross. Yes. Steve Ross. That's fun. Yeah, we're going to have to do a Steve Ross painting. Oh, oh my god. Great. Dude, and he is like he's almost got like a mullet, dude. He's got like a almost, mullet. How yeah, almost. I'll have to like dude, I'll have to channel him. Oh dude, I got a waiver. Oh man, I'm gonna have to channel that guy, use mustache, I'll wave my hair, make myself like a little mullet. Oh yeah, I'm doing that. I'm doing we're doing that sometime. It's gonna be great. But Does I he think have a mustache? would be fun. Find something you know. Hey, anybody that's watching, I it, it looked like he did sometimes or not. But any and everybody that is watching, if you ever have any suggestions on, like, stupid crap you would love to see us do or talk about, like, you can message me or Kim or even Germ. Uh, the He's in the Bearded Rebellion, I'm sure most of you guys all know who Germ is. And if you don't, you're stupid. And, you know, Google something, you know, you should know who Germ is. But just message one of us. Let us know what you would like to see us do. If you have a specific painting you would like to see us paint, let us know, you know, just drop it if there's something funny you think would be fun to watch us cook or bake or something just hit us on up because i enjoy doing the babe cast and i like to try new things and this is something that kind of forces me to do that and it, it makes me accountable to do such things so i wanted to you know christina and i even had the thought of doing um since her michelle and i are all kind of somewhat close uh doing like one of those polar sized classes or like uh it'd be funny to do like a like a like a hip-hop dance class or you know something like you know come try something new with the babe go record it you know make ourselves look like fools just like i love to do like my bob ross painting you know <laughs> with the afro wig it was awesome oh dude when i commit to something i fully commit Dude, you guys should have known that when I did the Whiskerina competitions. Like, when I was mm-hmm. going to Bob Ross it up. Like, I was legit Bob Rossing it up. Like, the first Whiskerina competition I did, I did uh, my spiderweb beard. And I did, like, I bought, it was, like, around Halloween time. So I went and bought, um, I went and bought all the, like, the little fake web with, like, the fake spiders. And, like, I didn't have any, like, double-sided tape or anything so I didn't know what I was gonna use I used freaking my eyelash glue I took my eyelash glue and like rubbed it all over my face and just like stuck it everywhere and then like pulled it down and then stuck all the spiders in it and then did my like crazy witchy makeup uh and then the second one that I did that uh and I came in second place in that one um the second one that I did that I actually won was for the BRBC and uh I got a cool sweet metal that's like still in my jewelry box and everything and I did more of like a, I guess kind of like a logger style. I like put my hair up in these big messy space buns and had a big brown beard that like went down to my belly button and a big stash to match it. And uh, I wore my my flannel. And I took some, I took some pretty good videos of me displaying it and, and groping it and such, you know, just to really get the judges feeling the flow of how how luscious and amazing my beard was. And, you know, for for a lady, I could. I could pull a beard off pretty well, you know. I, I don't know if that's necessarily something I should brag about or be proud of, but I am. But I am proud of that, that I could rock mm-hmm. a beard and show you how to tell. I feel like that is something to be proud of. Yeah, it was pretty awesome. So. I got to get you guys to join in on it. Like, you guys got, I mean, we got all the boys to wear wigs. I feel like I got to get you ladies to spice it up and wear some wigs and do some crazy stuff you too. We can See, there we go. Stuff. There's the beard. That's what I did. That's what I won. Uh, <laughs> See, I gotta have you guys do some of this stuff with me too. You know, maybe, maybe the rebellious babes and the bearded rebellion need to get together and do another beard, beard and babe competition. Get the beard, figure out some stuff, and do a competition. Well, hello, Roxanne. We'll have one of the the scouts reach out to you we'll have I, we've got madison and ann that will get you all all into the babes if that is something that you were you were looking into 
Yeah, that's our handles on the screen, Roxanne. So you can message one of us and and we can send you along. And then just below, um, below down here, scrolling down at the bottom is Madison, our scout. That's her handle. And you can just reach out to her. She'll answer any questions you have. She'll give you a rundown of what we're all about and and get you going. Like, you know, and I, I love for us now that, you know, some of the COVID restrictions have been lifted. I love to try to get something done before it seems like a lot of these places are going to throw them back down on us. So that would be something fun to kind of do some kind of like a, because we could do a virtual beard competition and, you know, it'd be fun to get a majority of the girls within the babe to, to actually participate within the whiskerina competition, you know, because it's fun. I mean, you wouldn't think that it'd be fun to throw like itchy hair all over your face and do, <laughs> and, and have full glam makeup. Like, you know, you wouldn't think full glam makeup and a beard and mustache would go together, but Hey, I can make it. I can make the work. I can rock it. So can you? Like it's it's fun. Like it's a lot funner than you would think. And I, I want to be able to do a lot more stuff because I'm Let's super passionate about the rebellious babes. You know, I'm super passionate about the rebellious babes. I'm sure, as you know, Kim. You know, you've been a part of the babes for quite a while now. So you know, it, it means a lot to me. It means, especially with kind of what we were touching on earlier. I feel like social media has kind of ruined a lot of things for people and kind of made us all distance from one another. And that's part of what the big, the biggest thing about the babes is to me is having that sisterhood, having that solid foundation of a family, having that sisterhood and a brotherhood so that you've always got people to fall back on. Like when you're having a rough time and when you're, when you're down and when you don't feel like you can pick yourself up, you've got all of these people that are going to have your back and pick you up. And in today's society, people that have tattoos and piercings and a lot of the guys that are bearded and tattooed and wear leather in the rings and this and that we all just get categorized as like hellions like you know that we we cause a ruckus we're breaking the law we're doing scandalous crazy things and it's like yes we like to have fun and be crazy but just just because of the things on our outside doesn't have anything to do with who we are on the inside in our hearts and we all are so passionate about loving and caring and to me that's what the basis of the the babes is to me is like treating other people with respect, treating other people how they want to be treated and putting good out into the world. Because I feel like there's so much negativity today and everybody, everybody hates on one another. Everybody's so quick to jump down one another's throat and hate on each other than holding out your hand and saying, Hey, you might not know me. I might not have a lot to give, but I'm here to help you. Even if that's just to listen, even if it's only the shirt I have off my back, $5 that I have in my bank account, like, I feel like that has been lost in the society. And that is the sole purpose of what I want to do with the babes is to be able to put more positivity out into the world. And so, you know, I hope any and everybody that is watching this, if you're, if you're a bearded guy and, and you feel like you have those same morals and values and you want to do the same kinds of things with your life, reach out to the boys, reach out to, you know, to Jer or to, um, to Beans, I don't even know exactly who the scouts are right now with the boys. I know Beans is for sure. Um, but, you know, or even reach out to one of us ladies and we can get you in contact with the guys. Or if you're a woman and you're watching this and you think, you know, hey, I need I need that in my life. I don't have a lot of positive females in my life. Like, we got you, girl. Reach out to any of us. Like, I feel like that is what this world needs. And if I got to, you know, work myself a little bit harder, have a little bit more sleepless nights, to try to make a good mark on this earth and to try to leave a good name for myself on this earth, that's what I'm going to do. And I'd love to have a big family and sisterhood of people to help me do that. Mm-hmm. And I know well, I've got so- a great person like you, Kim. I know you're, you're here with me every week. You know, we, we do this, the, the podcast together, you know, every, every, every <laughs> other week when we've done it. And you know, mm-hmm. I appreciate all you ladies that are, that are within my board and all the ladies that are in our supporters, our supporters, our prospects, even our members, you know, all the women are great. We try to pick each other up when we're down and even just at random, random times of the night, you know, all the different time zones. It's kind of nice to know when, when I wake up having a mental breakdown at three o'clock in the morning, you know, it's, it's early in the day for another one of the ladies. I could just reach out and somebody's going to say something to me. So. It's true. Oh. Yeah. You said it perfectly. Well, and you were our, our awesome scout for the longest time, and I was sad to lose you as a scout. And you still do kind of scout quite quite often, but I do. You know, it's in my it's it's in me definitely. That. You're right. <laughs> I do. I, it's, I don't know. I just like oh, she's like oh, you're talking. She's like oh, you're talking about rebellious babe. 
She's like, oh, we're barely saved. You must be talking about me. You get out of it what uh, you put oh, in. Hello. Yes. That is for yep. sure. You get what you give. And that is the basis of life. You get what you mm-hmm. give. Put out what you want. Treat yep. others how you want to be treated. Be a normal, decent human fucking being. Yep. If you do garbage in, it's garbage out. Don't, if be, you... don't be a shitty person. Yeah. Don't be a shitty person. Karma. What goes around comes around, you know. But yeah, some people true. take longer to learn that than others, but. Mm-hmm. So. Well, well, we've been here the hour, you know, it was, you know, we made it work. It was just me and you. Wasn't really what exactly we had planned, but in true rebellious babe fashion, we made it work. We did our Absolutely. Best. Absolutely. So, awesome. Thank you, I guys. I love you, sister. I appreciate you. Thank you, as always, you for too. being here with me. Thank you, everybody, for watching. And we'll see you guys the next podcast. And make sure you watch Bearded Rebellion podcast next Sunday, guys. Have a good one. Bye.